Welcome to Season 4 of Paychecks Pulse, an HR podcast where HR professionals can find great insights on today's top issues and be inspired to build and lead effective teams in a healthier workplace. Hi, everyone. I'm Rob Parsons. Welcome to the Paychecks Pulse podcast. This is part one of a three-episode series focusing on research Paychecks has conducted on the pulse of HR in 2023. Joining me to discuss this research is Stu Richards, the CEO of Braden, who conducted the study for us. Braden is a B2B marketing consultancy that helps develop profitable, long-term relationships with businesses through original market research and outreach programs. Stu, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you back. (laughs) Rob, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. This is exciting because this is the seventh annual Pulse of HR survey. So Mm -hmm. we've been doing this for some years now. Mm -hmm. How has it evolved over time? How's its impact evolved? And how's even just the nature of the audience and the questions evolved? Well, Rob, it's evolved quite a bit. So when we started back in 2016, the survey sample was pretty small. And we were really focused on just asking a very tight set of questions to owners of businesses, business principals, um, specifically around at the time were uh, some important questions around regulatory changes. And since then, uh, we've evolved quite a bit to a broader sample of business sizes and not just focusing on business principles, but also trying to get a sense of what's in the head of HR leaders as well. Um, So bigger sample, broader range of companies, broader range of respondents, but also a much wider range of questions that we're trying to understand around what's working in managing uh, an employee team these days from the perspective of business owner and HR leaders. That's great. And it really has become very useful information for peers to look at to see what's working and what isn't and what's happening, what the trends are. Absolutely. So tell me in 2023, you know, we just completed it. We're getting ready to publish. What were the top line results? What were the things you found interesting coming out of this survey? Oh my gosh. Um, There were quite a few learnings. We asked a lot of questions, but um, one of the things that was really, I don't know if it's surprising, but a big, um, you know, something that really jumped out was uh, the continued use of the hybrid or remote work arrangement and how important it is for both business leaders and HR leaders to set uh, remote or hybrid workers up for success, whether it's through training or through the use of technology. Um, And the use of technology was something that we just see continue to accelerate. Um, And whether it is uh, simply to boost employee productivity or really to help with training or even supporting, uh, you know, mental and emotional well-being, uh, it was really um, striking to us how much, uh, how important the role of technology is um, and especially in AI, I know it's something that we'll talk a little bit about, but it was really striking to see how interested uh, organizations are in taking advantage of AI as one of the ways uh, to take advantage of technology overall. That's a, that's a great lead-in because I wanted to mm-hmm. take a deeper dive into the technology story. Mm-hmm. You, know, you saw some different needs and expectations even based on the respondent's role within the company. Different, we did. Different people were looking at technology in different ways, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So for HR leaders, one of the things that was kind of surprising because it was a you know, relatively tactical but obviously important thing. So for HR leaders, they were most interested in using technology, for example, to let remote or hybrid workers uh, simply book an office or a conference room when they're coming into the workspace 
during the day. Um, and for principals overall, it was really around the use of technology for training and support uh, to help employees uh, be as productive as they can in their roles. I, I like that you touched on productivity. That really seemed to be a theme mm -hmm. this year was the idea that We've adjusted a lot, but now it's time to get back down to business. Yes. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it was interesting because, you know, right now, for example, uh, when you talk about productivity, um, the most common work arrangement, not the majority, but the biggest single group of respondents were those who still have some sort of remote or hybrid work arrangement. That'll continue to be the mode for the next 12 months or so. But um, the biggest group of respondents also said that in the long term, they do want to bring employees back into the workspace. You know, for many, many businesses, they have to be there. If you're a retailer or maybe manufacturer, warehousing, you got to be on site. Um, but for other businesses like in professional services, it is really important for them uh, to eventually bring the teams back together um, to take advantage of, you know, the creativity of the, inter uh, the interplay of the team in coming up with new ideas. Um, and so we saw a lot of emphasis around uh, optimizing productivity for remote workers now uh, through technology, through training, uh, through benefits, but also um, we saw a lot of emphasis on, um, you know, eventually setting the stage for uh, teams to come back on site. And a lot of what we've been thinking about here is this whole concept of digital HR. Yes. And really using HR to, to not just improve processes, but even change. Yes. You know, the nature of the business. A big part of that, of course, is going to be AI. Yep. And what did you see this year with AI? Uh, huge uh, utilization, which is surprising because it is such a relatively new. Uh, I don't know if you think of, you know, for example, the genesis of ChatGPT, like literally just a few weeks ago, uh, really booming into you know public consciousness. But um, it is a very linear progression. You know, the bigger the company we surveyed, the more likely they are to be using AI. But even the smallest companies, you know, they know it's out there. They know it's something they should be taking advantage of at some point. Um, right. Now, now, uh, the way that we're seeing companies take advantage of it most in the HR domain is for applicant screening and tracking, um, which makes a lot of sense. But there's a whole host of uh, ways that companies are, the, uh, are going to be taking advantage of AI, like, you know, for example, for virtual assistant or for research or, you know, all kinds of ways. Um, and we see really huge interest. So we did research at Braden separately, just specifically looking at AI. Um, and we saw that um, in the back half of this year, it's the application category with the single biggest purchase intent, you know, much more than financial management or any other category. So um, we really see uh, that category booming in the B2B space. That's, that's so interesting. Yeah. And it kind of ladders into what we've seen also uh, on our side, the whole idea of machine learning when it relates to analytics mm -hmm. and figuring out what's going on with the workforce, what is, and, and just how people are measuring success. Yeah. So, so what did this year's survey reveal about the the analytics side of the equation. Yeah, it was interesting, Rob. But, you know, what we're seeing is um, not just, um, you know, using HR tools to uh, determine how effective individual employees are being or individual teams are being, um, but really we saw a desire to use analytics better, um, for example, to assess, you know, the uptake of benefits. And, you know, so for example, one of the things that we saw in 
throughout the research was an interest, especially on the part of principals um, and, of course, on HR leaders around, for example, uh, employee mental health or well-being. Um, and we saw interest in the use of analytics, among other things, and understanding the uptake of benefits like um, uh, different kinds of programs around mental health um, that can be used to ensure that employees are uh, doing as well as they can and uh, as a result being as productive and effective as they can um, within an organization. And it feels like there's even different approaches to it. You know, mm -hmm. you touch on a little bit. HR leaders are looking for HR success stories, yeah. ROI, yes. are the efforts we're making paying off. Yeah. Maybe principals are looking at workforce management, yep. productivity, compensation yep. strategies. Yes. Yeah. So so tell me a little bit more about the difference you saw between HR leaders and principals across that whole technology spectrum. Yeah, it was interesting. The um, HR leaders are, you know, they're very focused on, you know, at the end of the day, making sure that employees are, you know, kind of as happy and as motivated and productive as they can be. Um, and we were kind of surprised to see the principals were really concerned about employee, uh, again, well-being overall, um, which I think is, you know, there's a lot of commonality, but that really jumped out in terms of how principals were concerned about that. Um, but we saw that um, the uh, you know HR leaders were specifically concerned around the use of technology, as you mentioned, for optimizing productivity and making sure that uh, individual t or individual employees are trained as well as possible to be as productive as possible, um, and the principles overall. Um, we're really focused on making sure that uh, employees overall have the tools that they need to succeed uh, and understand what their objectives are and can achieve them as effectively as possible. Got it. Now, we didn't talk about this a lot yep. uh, prior, but part of the study focused on even how people like buying technology yes. or researching technology. Yep. So what's what's going on in the HR technology space? How are people approaching that? Yeah, it varies a little bit when you look at, you know, for example, the role. So one of the things that jumps out is search across the board is the number one way that either business leaders or HR leaders are researching uh, HR. Um, but when you look at how overall those two roles are making a purchase decision, um, um, the HR leaders also, I'm sorry, the uh, principals are also most likely to rely on search, but HR leaders like to go to their peers. So mm. they want to learn from other HR leaders, which is one of the reasons that we love doing this kind of research is to be able to provide um, those kinds of peer insights. Um, but generally, what we saw was a real reliance on search uh, either to understand, you know, what kind of HR uh, solution options are out there, uh, and a lot of use of advisory content, by which I mean a thing like a white paper or a research report or an analyst report or an infographic, um, very heavy reliance, you know, slightly different formats at different stages of the sales cycle. Um, and depending on the size of the organization, um, if there is any kind of a third-party HR consultant, um, there's a heavy reliance, especially by HR leaders, on that kind of a role as well. It makes complete sense. It yeah. is not getting easier just yeah. based on what we've seen. Yeah. The technology is just becoming more comprehensive it is. and really infiltrating every part of the organization. It absolutely is. Stu, thanks yeah. for joining me today. Yeah, Rob, this is a pleasure. Uh, I'm looking forward to digging into the findings more. We have a couple more episodes planned where we're going to dig into some specific aspects. Mm -hmm. uh, so I encourage our listeners to, to join for episodes two and three 
of this series. And if you're interested, you can find a link to the survey in our show notes. So, Stu, thanks again. Thank you, Rob. Thank you to our listeners. And as always, please stay happy and healthy. Be sure to subscribe to this and our Paychecks Thrive business podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more ways to keep your finger on the pulse of industry dynamics? Visit our resource center for the latest research, thought leadership, and news at paychecks.com slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, please stay happy and healthy. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated 2023. All rights reserved.